the In Conversation podcast series with author Nigel Beckles. Welcome to the podcast. podcast. Please like the podcast, podcast. and subscribe podcast. to this channel. Podcast. Thank you. Have you experienced several failed relationships or been through a divorce? How can you avoid making the same mistakes again? How to avoid making the big relationship mistakes is out now. Hi, my name is Nigel Beckles. My new book is packed with practical and common sense strategies that you can use to make better relationship choices. Now you can discover the dangerous myths about love. If your relationship expectations are realistic, why you could be falling in love for all the wrong reasons. How to avoid making the big relationship mistakes. It's a book that could change your life. Available from Amazon.co.uk. Kindle version also available. Experiencing back problems? Invest in Avoca Posture Corrector today. Available from Amazon and all good chiropractor specialists. Order yours today, 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 today. The very best way to promote your podcasts. Podpage makes it easy to create a podcast website with just a few clicks. Every page is optimized to be found on Google and it stays up to date forever. For more information visit podpage.com. The future of podcast promotion. Get ready for takeoff. Welcome back to my In Conversation podcast series. My guest for this episode is a cyber psychology researcher, online safety instructor, and a licensed psychologist, American Michael Nuchacheni. Hi, Michael. Welcome to my podcast series. How are you? Oh, good day. Thank you for having me on, and hopefully all your listeners are both COVID and internet safe. I understand you're a licensed psychologist. Where did you study and what qualification did you obtain? Okay, well, my doctorate degree is in clinical psychology. Uh, I got my doctorate degree at Adler University out in Chicago, Illinois. Actually, uh, Nigel, I've worked in behavioral health care since I was 17. And here we are now being in my mid-50s. Back when I was a practicing psychologist, uh, you know, also working, I worked in the court systems. So I was a forensic psychologist doing evaluations, assessments, family court, criminal court, and civil court. Um, I was also very, uh, very early on interested in what I call the dark side of human consciousness. Um, everybody, anybody can read my concept, dark psychology. And, uh, for, from that point on, after I got my doctorate degree, Till present was my fascination with religious folks would call it evil. The behavioral professional would call it the psychopath. The cyber criminologist would call it the criminal. And now we have the cyber criminal mind. So for me, after I, as a forensic psychologist and doing research, I realized, well, where better would the pedophile, the depraved, the deviant, the perceptually distorted, where better to go if you're looking to exploit, molest, and steal from others cyberspace? And that is back in 2008, 2009, the light bulb went over my head and I created the concept I Predator. By day, I work with the chronically mentally ill, but after work on the weekends, I volunteer and I do research 
And what we'll be discussing today is trying to educate folks about the online assailant, a.k.a. the iPredator. Yes, well, you are a cyber psychology researcher. And back in 2011, you established iPredator Incorporated. What does your organization do? Well, my organization is, I'm incorporated, it's a sole proprietorship incorporation. And what it does is, uh, I do not monetize any of my work. So my entire website, my volunteer work, my images, everything I've authored is all public domain, it's free, and it's educational. So even though back in 2011, I created an ink, uh, the goal was then, as it is now, is to provide free educational work, and this is what I do. So <laughs> iPredator Inc. has not made a dime. I don't know if that's a good thing, but uh, it hasn't made a dime, nor will it ever. Well, it's certainly valuable work. So, Michael, how do you define an internet troll? What is your definition? Okay, well, the Internet Troll is one of the eight types of iPredator. And the Internet Troll, nasty characters, Internet Trolls, typically are men, but we're now starting to see, you know, there are more females, but still predominantly men. And these are guys, online users, that go online using social media. However, using information technology is their job in their mind is to provoke and inflame and to essentially anger you. So the classic internet troll, it, when he goes online, if he can upset you, engage you in what's called flaming, an argument, he, and I know this sounds ridiculous, Nigel, he proverbially strokes his ego. He feels good about himself, which is from a, uh, a psychological standpoint, it is utterly pathetic. Back in 2014, the University of Manitoba did a huge study on the Internet troll. And what did they find? <laughs> and the Internet trolls out there, if they listen, they're not going to want to hear this. But what they found are that Internet trolls are at much higher rate of being Machiavellian, sadistic, narcissistic, and the big one, psychopathic. And those four characteristics, which Internet trolls are at much higher rates of being, is called the dark tetrad. So for all you trolls out there, you're one, if not, you know, experiencing many of those four. And you need to stop. So what is a predatory troll? Uh, well, that is the next generation, if or we could say the 2.0. The classic Internet troll, which still exists, is their job in their mind, as I said, is to go on and to provoke you. Predatory troll, which has been, which is growing in numbers. So if I'm a predatory troll, Nigel, I'm not just trying to get you angry and upset during this interview or on your social media. The predatory troll now goes after your job, your family, your loved ones, your organizations that you belong to and, and goes after every aspect of your life with the sole purpose of successfully character assassinating. The predatory troll looks to completely decimate your reputation, your online integrity, and your trustworthiness. The predatory troll, they're growing in numbers and they are nasty. So how would you describe an internet predator? 
is is are they both the same type of personality type the internet predator which is another typology another type of eyeline assailant the internet predator also called another assailant is the online predator or the online child predator so when you hear the term internet predator or online predator they are adults who target children with the express goal of engaging in some type of sexual activity with that child. So two of the iPredator typology, the online predator, which you just asked about, and then the online child pornography consumer and distributor. So those two of the eight, at least to me, are by far the most deviant and the most depraved. Why? Because they are targeting children who are, as we know, are not consenting and their kids. Well, I use a term called relationship predator when I'm discussing abusers who seek out victims online. So would you agree that there are relationship predators who hunt potential victims? Oh, most certainly. Uh, if anybody goes out to, the, out to, uh, to my website, you'll see under cyber stalking facts, where I talk about cyber stalking, first and foremost, in the late 90s, an Australian psychologist by the name of Dr. Paul Mullen him and a group of investigators created five types of stalkers, okay, stalkers. But now that we're in the information age, I believe that those five types apply to cyber stalker. That is the rejected, the resentful, the incompetent uh, suitor, the intimate seeker, and the predatory cyber stalker. But what you just mentioned is actually what I just added and created haven't written a paper on it. I call it the ghost cyber stalker. These are very dysfunctional online users that purposely go out and contact and target folks, online users. They don't know and they do it because oftentimes they're sadistic. And what does it mean to be sadistic? It's not a fancy heavy uh, term. But to be sadistic is to enjoy the harm you're causing others. So the ghost cyber stalker is a new type of cyber stalker I recently introduced. Well, this week, March of 2021, um, it was reported that a teenager was murdered last year by a stalker. Is it likely that someone who is a cyber stalker will begin to stalk somebody in real life? Oh, most certainly. Uh, depending on the individual, their psychological, do they suffer from a psychiatric condition? Are they access to, which is a personality disorder? Are they antisocial personality disorder? Um, some of your listeners, I'm sure, have heard of narcissistic personality disorder. Or are they the worst of the worst, where do they have a characterological disorder called a psychopath and or a sociopath. So most certainly stalking, which is the offline targeting of an individual, can lead to cyber stalking. And cyber stalking most certainly can lead to stalking. And if anything, Nigel, that is the greatest concern right now is that cyber stalking, it is growing and not just because of COVID, but it is growing, and the concern is is that cyber stalking leads to offline stalking and then ultimately physical assault and abuse. So it's very serious. So is there any way to predict if a person is likely to attack you online? Are there any red flags you can look out for? 
predictive, to being able to predict if an individual is going to attack you. There is no research that certainly shows that, but I mean, it, it would apply just like if it occurred offline. If you're, if you're engaging with somebody online and they, you know, are offensive, they act aggressive, they are misogynistic, all the isms, anti-Semitic. If you pick up that the, that they're an angry person, your best bet is, is to cut tie immediately, block, and even at a minimum, if you're engaging in debate or banter, saying we'll have to agree to disagree and then move on. So there really isn't, other than your observational data and what you see and hear, are able to predict the future of another human's behavior. A good psychopath, they are affable, they are charming, they can be romantic, particularly when it comes to relationships and online relationships. They can be, Nigel, a dream, okay? But the psychopath, after 6 to 12 months of engaging with that person, whether it's online or offline, begin to see the seedy underbelly of the psychopath. Me, personally, I believe the sociopath and the psychopath are interchangeable. But eventually, what happens in, the, in, in, a, in a relationship, whether it's offline or online, you will begin to see the dark side of the psychopath. And goodness gracious, God forbid, if your heart is falling for them and you're beginning to fall in love with that individual, because now they've got you. Well, I would say that the sociopath, psychopath, and narcissist are interchangeable. From what I've read, they can actually share similar nasty personality traits. And also the narcissist has got a kind of cycle, haven't they? They go through the idealization stage, then they go through the devaluation stage, and then they go through the discard stage. But even Sigmund Freud, God bless him, you know, again, I'm not a big Freudian, um, but I do give him props because he was able to, you know, introduce to us the idea of the, the subconscious, the netherworlds. That, but he believed that all of us are narcissistic. Oh. And what he believed is that that narcissism is essentially self-preservation. So Freud believed it is part of the human condition to be narcissistic. You can behave in a narcissistic manner which is to be self-serving, not to be empathic, not taking into the consideration of others. Or, and then when it gets to the next step, you can suffer from the access to personality disorder called narcissistic personality disorder, which is kind of like what you're talking about. Then when you move into the severest form of NPD, and then you throw in a little bit of antisocial person personality disorder, now, when you have the narcissist who gets to the point where they don't experience shame, they don't feel remorse or guilt, and they begin to objectify another person, that is when we see the sociopath and the psychopath. I feel that with narcissists in particular, they go around, as you know, damaging other people. Yes, I believe that. And But God bless anybody who believes, subscribes to the notion of a positive narcissist. I mean... Again, Narcissus is the Greek god, fell in love with his own reflection in the water, <laughs> and he fell in and he drowned. So, narcissism has a negative connotation, 
So to me, again, I, I'm not uh, deprecating or passing judgment on anybody else, but to me, self-love is not essentially narcissism. Again, Sigmund Freud believed we're all narcissistic, where he had said it was self-love, which would be ego. I tend to see narcissism in a negative light, and I will continue to do so. Well, I describe a toxic narcissist as operating from an ego that's out of control. That's kind of my shorthand. Interesting. That's out of control. Again, some would say that the true narcissist, their ego is either fragmented or it doesn't exist at all. Now, to say it doesn't exist at all is, is not possible, but they, they have a poorish ego or it's, fra you know. Fragile. So, again, we can agree, Nigel, that narcissists are not respectful, kind, loving individuals because their lives, their perception are all about them. So how would you describe internet addiction and what causes internet addiction? Internet addiction, also called internet use disorder, and the one the one, uh, if you want to say condition that is getting the most, that's being sp spoken about most is called internet use gaming disorder. Internet use gaming disorder, although it's not in the DSM-5 yet per se as an established true disorder, but internet using, internet use gaming disorder is the condition of somebody becoming addicted to online gaming. And these are individuals that will spend 12, 15, sometimes 24, 36 hours not sleeping, engaged in online gaming. And then we, as we know, online gaming is a multi-billion dollar industry. But as it relates to straight internet addiction, uh, I present on the website five different types of internet addiction, ranging from those that are internet pornography addiction, those that are dark side addiction, but really Internet addiction is a behavioral condition, and just like any chemical addiction or behavioral addiction like gamble, if you are suffering negative consequences from your online usage, then you are, in all intents and purpose, internet addicted. So it's negative consequences. Those negative consequences could be if you're a child or young adult, if you're starting, your grades are starting to drop in school. Uh, if you're an adult and you're, you're married or engaged, if your relationships begin to suffer, if you're not doing your task function at work, if you're suffering negative consequences from being online for many, many hours, you could very well be internet addicted. And one more piece, Nigel, now with the advent and the growth of the mobile device, the cell phone, uh, again, I have volunteered for the last uh, decade, uh, not too long ago, I won't give specific, a woman misplaced her iPhone for three hours. She ended up calling me out of the blue because she was having a panic attack, a full-fledged panic attack because she couldn't find her cell phone. Now, even if you were a Supreme Court justice or you were somehow, you know, a part of the royal family and you misplaced, you know, your cell phone and you had your minions looking for it to suffer and experience a panic attack, that speaks to the dependency of what humans are now experiencing related to 
information technology and their devices. So would it be fair to say that she was suffering severe withdrawal symptoms? See that one of the biggest related to it being addiction is tolerance. So for instance, with alcoholism, with cocaine addiction, it's a true physical addiction because the person develops what's called tolerance. They become physically addicted. And what tolerance is, is every time I use or drink, I need to consume more and more and more. It essentially takes a larger quantity in order for me to have the same effect. The second part of a true addiction is withdrawal. So that right there, those two aspects, as it relates to internet addiction, there are two camps that right now are saying that there are many who believe that there is no such thing as a tolerance to a behavioral addiction. There is no such thing as withdrawal if you lose that cell phone. The, the experiences she already had, if not an anxiety disorder or a panic disorder, and she was experiencing fear about not being able to find the cell phone. Me, I personally, at this time in 2021, I believe, again, I may change my mind next year, but as of right now, Nigel, I believe internet addiction exists. I, I am 100% believing that internet use gaming disorder exists. But as for internet addiction for you, me, and the, the vast majority of us, I kind of vacillate. Why? Nigel, we live in the information age. Most of our life is spent, enveloped, and surrounded by information technology. Whether it's our job, it's our recreation, it is everything. We live in the information age. So it falls to reason why we would be online so much. Well, Michael, that has been very, very interesting. So how can people reach out to you? Okay, well, they certainly, the, the website, as I mentioned earlier, is all free. It's public domain. And you can go to iPredator, either .co, no M after the .co, .org, or .net. I own all three domains, all go to the same website. So it'd be www.ipredator.org. And most importantly, everything at my website is public domain, is free, and it's educational. If you download any of my tests to print them out, you don't even have to give your email address to, to print and save my stuff. That has been a very fascinating conversation. Michael in New York, USA, thank you very much for your time. Please follow author Nigel Beckles' podcasts on Anchor, Amazon Audible, Spotify, and all major podcasting platforms. Thanks.